0: Good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Film Focus, Episode 5 The Warcraft Review. Well, hello all you wonderful people of the north, south, east and west, and welcome to Film Focus. I'm your host, the 55, and I'm glad that you decided to join me today for another review session. And as I said at the start of the episode, we are reviewing Warcraft based on the popular video game series. Now, I remember when Warcraft was announced to be, you know, an actual film. And i think that was back in either 2012 or 2013 i can't remember the year specifically but i remember when it was announced and i went to my mate's room because uh i was living with him at uni at the time and when the announcement came out about warcraft i had to ask him like you know what do you think of this because he's a big warcraft fan in the sense that he's played the game for years he knows the lore inside and out he's played a number of the games of the franchise and he said i think the film's going to be shit." his words Because he said that, you know, there's a lot of lore in the franchise over several games. So how are you going to go about and condense all that into at least, you know, a two-hour film and make it, you know, cohesive and bearable for not only fans of the franchise, but also for people who've never gotten into Warcraft? And I've seen it now. And the thing about Warcraft is this. It's not bad. Is it the film that breaks the video game movie curse? No. But it is a step in the right direction. Warcraft is a film that has a lot of very interesting elements to it but the problem is that the story, pacing, and characters just aren't as riveting as they should be. This is the fantasy genre we're talking about ladies and gentlemen, you know, and while there really hasn't been anything in modern films that have peaked the level of power like the Lord of the Rings trilogy has, The fantasy genre is just home to so many possibilities and Warcraft had the opportunity to be a fantastic fantasy film but also a fantastic video game film and while I wouldn't say it's a failure, it's just sort of somewhere in between where it's not bad but it's not great either. So what I'm going to do is break this down into sections, talk about it from the story, perspective, then go into characters, presentation, and then go into the conclusion. So what we're going to do now is start with the story. So the story of Warcraft can be like, you know, broken down as simply as this. Basically, you have the realm of Azeroth where all the humans live. And then there's a bunch of orcs from a dying world that jump in through a portal to invade Azeroth and make it their home because their home is dying. And obviously that doesn't sit well with the humans. And at the center of all this madness you have one human and you have one orc and they basically have like you know their own personal issues. And they just want what's best for their people. They want to go about and sort out the situation without any chaos or bloodshed. And, you know, this is a familiar tale. When you take away all the spectacle and all of the lore, at the end of the day, this is just about two worlds colliding and then having two heroes at the centre of everything, trying to make everything work for the better. And, yeah, the, the story in this film is pretty simple when you break things down. And for the most part, it's alright, I think it's just the execution was very okay. So let me just start off with one of the major positive elements of this film. I like the lore. The Warcraft video games, while I've never actually played any of them myself, I've always been interested in because of like the amount of lore and mythology that came with the characters, the worlds, and it's always so cool in the fantasy genre when you're able to go about and create all of these interesting things when it comes to the races like you know different realms the different architecture like you know the way in which the politics and you know different races come together you know all that sort of stuff it fascinates me and this film had a fair few moments where you got to get invested in the world in terms of like uh, the characters the races the different environments different worlds the magic the history and all that stuff is just so interesting to me and while it comes in very small dosages you get a feeling that this world is a lot bigger than what this film is presenting you with and there's some interesting world building and as a starting off point for a Warcraft film based on a massive line of video games it does well and it makes me want to see more in you know future sequels if they get to make any and yeah i mean that's where the positives end in terms of the story material because unfortunately everything after that just gets really messy so firstly let me bring up one of the major issues that warcraft has and it's the same issue that i had with john carter and green lantern in the sense that this film has a lot of lore and mythology to set up not only in the beginning of the film but also throughout And it is a lot to process. There is a lot of dialogue in terms of characters, locations, history. And you're only given a few moments to process the information before you're moving on to the next thing. So, you know, they're feeding you a whole load of information and yet you just don't have enough time to digest it or understand it. There's a lot of complicated names for locations and... Characters and you end up just you know forgetting so many details when the film is continuing and you're just like who? We're here like weren't we just over there a few seconds? What? Well, who's this? And that feeds into the second problem that this film has and that's when it comes to the pacing the pacing was off and the problem is like with the information that you receive in certain scenes Sometimes you're moving from scene to scene At a very brisk pace You'll spend about maybe a few seconds Or a few minutes of one scene And then you'll be moving from one end of Azeroth To the next You'll be in the castle Then you'll be out in the forest Then you'll be out somewhere else And you just like Mate, mate, slow down, slow down I just need to go about and stay in one place For a little while Just to go about and like, you know Get a sense of what's going on And, you know It was just very frustrating At certain points where I'm just like I'm trying to follow this story. I really am, but you're moving too quick. Like some of these scenes just felt like they were cut together a little too quickly, you know. And then at certain points towards the third act of the film, that actually went on a lot longer than I thought they'd be. And I'm just like, so you've gone from moving very quickly, film to moving kind of slowly. It just felt weird. And finally. I feel like the story did a major disservice to the characters in this film while certain characters definitely have like you know decent slash strong arcs the majority of them have been written in a very strange kind of manner and the story just in general just isn't strong enough to go about and house the material that they're trying to feed to us because again I looked at the video game franchise and that has a lot of really good lore and information and i just feel that the people who wrote this story just didn't have the right kind of tools to tell it in a comprehensive and cohesive manner when it comes to the characters of this film like you know i reckon there's only about 3 notable ones that are of interest everyone else is goes from being okay to being completely forgettable i would say duratan who is the main orc in the film, played by Toby Kebbell, has the strongest arc in the film, bar none. He is the most compelling character. He has the strongest and most engaging arc in the film. He's courageous, yet conflicted. And yeah, I really liked the guy. I thought he was great. And then you have Travis Fimmel, who played Lothar in the film. And he was all right. I mean, he was a kind of charming and chilled out kind of character. But the problem was that I never felt that there was a great level of emotional depth or variation to him. And Fimmel just didn't seem to be doing much from what I've seen him do in Vikings. And and while the way he acts in Vikings is all in the world for that show, I feel like I needed someone with a bit more charisma in the main role of the human in this kind of world. Ben Foster as Med if. Medif, least I think that's how you say it, you know, the Guardian character. He had a pretty decent arc in this film, and I thought he was all right, though I would have preferred someone older than Ben Foster to play a wizard, just because I always associate wizard with, like, you know, slightly older-looking characters. And Ruth Neger, who played Lady Taria, who was the queen in the film, she was pretty cool. Paula Patton was fine as Garnora, well I feel like she needed way more personality and development and the weird sort of love story thing that they tried to throw in with her and Lothar just came out of nowhere and that just did not work for me and I also had to say Dominic Cooper was pretty cool as the king for what he did he was fine and Robert Kaczynski did well as Orgrim and the main bad guy at least I think was Gul'dan played by Daniel Wu was pretty cool as well I think he had like some very interesting powers he was a very sinister and evil kind of character and i liked the way in which they did that character but everyone else ranged from being okay to meh really and i've heard a lot of people giving ben schneitz ten- uh, uh, basically the kid that played the young wizard a lot of people have given him a lot of flack for his role as a uh, kaga but i thought he was all right towards the end. I mean he was a little infuriating a little silly, but you know at the end of the day He wasn't as infuriating as some of the other people I've seen in certain other films So when it comes to the presentation of the film it's actually pretty solid visually the film is nice with some pretty decent Cinematography and some wonderful landscape shots of like these different areas in the sky on the ground in massive towers in forests in bleak sort of mountain desert based locations um yeah the cgi is put to good use especially with all these establishing shots of all these different locations there's a wonderful use of color and i feel like on the orc bottles specifically they are done so well with a great level of detail and realism going into the definition on the skin uh the sweat And some of the other details. But at the same time, some of the other visual effects went from being good to not so good, with a certain level of blur and, like, you know, dips in detail during some of the action sequences. But on a whole, the visual style was good. I just wish that the film had had a lot more practical looking sets and, you know, filmed places on location. Because I know with a world like this most of it's going to look more fantastical and you know larger than life and obviously not very realistic but if it worked for certain other franchises filming on locations and then adding cgi later on then i feel like warcraft could have done more with its like you know practical side of its effects and the soundtrack by ramin DJ Wadi I butcher that name but he's basically the guy that does the music for Game of Thrones and the first Iron Man film and Pacific Rim it certainly had its moment where it elevated the action on screen but it just didn't reach the right levels of epicness that I think a film like Warcraft required you know but what Warcraft does is pushes video game films forward ever so slightly in a positive kind of way so It's not completely terrible, but now, since this film has been getting, you know, a fairly negative reception from people, it's really looking like Assassin's Creed is going to have to do something bloody amazing in order to go about and get rid of this video game stigma that we have in film at the moment. Because Warcraft is decent, but it wasn't the epic adventure that a lot of people were hoping for. And so Assassin's Creed's got a lot of work to do. But yeah, I would say Warcraft, check it out. Especially if you're a fan of video games, the Warcraft franchise in general, or if you like fantasy films. Give it a watch and see what you think because while I haven't seen too many positive reviews on it, I feel like it's an opinion based film that could change depending on the individual. For me, I had hoped for something in the vein of Lord of the Rings. And while obviously Lord of the Rings was based on very strong book material as opposed to the Warcraft video game series that wasn't so story focused. With the right creative team behind it, you can make anything work. And I really wanted this film to work because of Duncan Jones and, you know, wanting, you know, video game films to be good. But at the moment, Warcraft, I'd give it a 6.5, not a terrible film a decent film and a good jumping off point for sequels you might like it you might not but yeah give it a try it's not like you know a complete train wreck and so that brings another episode of film focus to a close i'd like to thank you for joining me today and if you have seen the warcraft film let me know what you think of it in the comments did you like the film did you hate the film do you feel like the video game adapted film genre will take off or do you think it's doomed to fail? Let me know all your thoughts in the comments below and be sure to hit me up at Hypersonic 55 on Twitter or at Film Focus on Twitter as well. And until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is The Hypersonic 55, signing out.